Hello, thanks so much for tuning in. I'm Anna Loder from readabook.com.au. I'm a lifelong reader and book lover and a long-time book club member. 15 years, I can't believe it. I've been a bookseller for 13 and now I'm a reviewer and blogger. This is a weekly podcast celebrating that love of books and reading. I'm so excited to be in your ears today. Before we get started, can I quickly pay my respects to the Darawal people of the Uyora Nation, the traditional custodians of the land on which I work, play, read and live on. Along with the traditional owners of the lands throughout Australia, I pay my respects to the elders past, present and emerging. Let's get started. Well, this morning I get to chat with Flo McDonald, who I have spoken to before for the podcast, but I'm absolutely chomping at the bit to speak with her today. I am so excited. I'm a huge Dave Burrows fan. I don't know if you are, but he's just the most gorgeous, gorgeous, gorgeous hero in (laughs) any rural fiction that you will read. I just love him and I will fight anybody to the death who tries to take him away from me. (laughs) Um, So Into the Night is her latest release. And it is so good. So it follows the younger detective Dave Burrows in the early 2000s, which I just loved. It's a fantastic book. I won't talk too much about it because it's a difficult one to talk about without spoilers. But oh, I just, it's classic Fleur McDonald. It's classic Dave Burrows. It's, it's classic rural suspense. And it is so much fun. I just loved it. It's got a farm. It's got buttes. It's got a gorgeous Kelpie named coffee it's got so many outback turns of phrase it was so much fun to read and it was so much fun to be alongside with detective dave burrows as he works out what has actually happened here whether it was accident suicide or murder so cool can't wait to speak with flo this morning i'm really looking forward to it this is gonna be a great chat really glad to talk to you anna i loved into the night so thank you very much Uh i will try not to do any spoilers at all so i thought we can just talk about the broad themes of the novel if that's okay and of course how much I love Dave Burrows <laughs> as we all do yes <laughs> <Not having that. laughs> we are so lucky to be getting the backstory of Dave Burrows I'm loving getting to know him more oh uh, look everybody seems to love Dave and it's really gratifying knowing how much people do do love him you know I had a funny incident back in November when I was on tour for the previous book a middle-aged man came up to me and he said I've just worked out I'm a middle-aged woman because I love Woo! Dave Burrows too <laughs> That's super cute and I'm not surprised at all. I'm sure he's not the only one. (laughs) I'm loving getting to know him younger. And so this time we're seeing his, oh, his horrible divorce and his separation from his girls. And oh my goodness, it's just, it's giving me so much more insight into Dave as a character. I think it's really nice to take him back to where he first started and get to know his background a little bit more because that really shows why he reacts the way that he does in later books, like in in the present day books. And sometimes we don't, you know, we don't realise what causes people to behave the way that they do. There'll always Mm. be something in their background there and and it's nice to be able to bring them to the front. Oh, it's just so wonderful. Yeah, absolutely. A father who had separated from his daughters, that relationship, it's not something that we see reflected in novels often and it's just, yeah, I think it's, I'm loving it. Yeah, that's really good. No, I think, um, you know, a lot of 
police officers, you know, do separate and they, you know, their job causes that, you know, for whatever reason, whether it's the fact that their wives or husbands are worried about um, mm. their ones going out and not coming home or, you know, being hurt or injured or, you know, whether they are a detective and have got the problems that Dave's had with previous mm. um, criminals that want to cause revenge, you know. Mm. I think these issues probably need to be highlighted so we can show just the general community what amazing police officers give up for us. Mm, absolutely, yeah. Oh, it's just been so insightful. Also, I really enjoyed the way that the novel talks a lot and gave me real insight into the mateship in the police force. I mean, I know that we've all got work colleagues, but the police force is next level, isn't it? It was wonderful. Well, I think, you know, a lot of people can't, well, you know, coppers, unless, you know, you've been through what a copper has been through. Same with the army or, you know, any of these ambulance officers, anyone that, you know, has or can have a traumatic job. You know, no one knows what that's like until you've been through it. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that's why these people often will sit at a bar and talk about their the things that they've been through because that's the best way that they can they can actually get through it because these people know and they understand their work colleagues know it. they've been there alongside of them. At the cafe that I used to have, there was a big group of retired policemen that would meet every Monday, Wednesday and Friday and just chew the fat. Just so lovely and it really brings home that just that tight knit like these are people who have got your back, aren't they? Like Dave and Bob. Yeah, yeah, and a bit of a hothead. He does need a calm mm-hmm. around him because going to push the boundaries and yeah, that Bob's a very calming influence on him. And, you know, Bob does have his own challenges, so that's just working through um, how they're going to, you know, how he's going to keep mentoring Dave to make sure that everything, you know, goes smoothly throughout this case. Yeah, yeah no, it was just wonderful. So well done. Thank you so much. I also, I am a huge dog lover and I loved coffee in this novel. Uh, <laughs> I know you're funny. a good dog lover too. Yes, this dog that was reasonably original and I went, <laughs> oh, well, in the country you can get good coffee and bad coffee and you can certainly get good dogs and bad dogs. So there we go, that's name. <laughs> that's his name. <laughs> well, it was perfect. I just loved coffee and I thought that the the way that you displayed that the dog is really man's best friend was just, oh, I just loved it. I loved mm. that he was just such a main character in amongst it all even though we barely know him <laughs> yeah yeah and i i see how my son were, or loves my dog jack as well and you know it's just that connection that deep friendship that kids mm-hmm. can have with animals as well mm-hmm. so that was why i brought that into it oh it was just so lovely to see but yeah absolutely i love your jack and it was so nice to have coffee in the book i love <laughs> a rural suspense i just think that they are such fun novels to read much more i think than thrillers or even cozy mysteries i just love it when you've got the farm and the the dogs and the horses and the whole rural it's just a whole other way for me to armchair travel I think and it's great <laughs> yeah well, I suppose it probably is uh, and you know I always try and um, bring our lives as rural people very clearly into it not to bash people over the head if people haven't experienced rural life but just so they know you know they mm. understand about farming and they understand why why it's so difficult sometimes to get into town to get our food and our supplies because you know it's 100 k's away or, or I do like to do that well I know that you very much are the voice of the outback as it says on the front cover of your novels and as a city dweller (laughs) I just love it Oh, that's good. <laughs> love having that direct line to the voice of the outback. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm always around. So, <laughs> oh, another thing that the book talks about that we won't touch on too much because of the spoilers, but the succession planning in relation to farms. 
It's just so interesting, isn't it? So you can have one person who works the land their whole life and they're not entitled to any more than what any of their other siblings are because they've just treated as farmhands, I guess. Yeah, and look, not everyone has plenty of progressive farmers that that are right up there with succession planning and they know the father knows when to step away but you know it's pretty hard when you think about it and I I certainly have thought about it from my point of view how much effort I put into farming into my land when I first started and how much it meant to me and how easy or not easy it is to pass over to your children or the next generation that Mm -hmm. that, uh, those kids want to go farming as well you know yeah there's um, so much to think about isn't there in a way I guess assets in the city just aren't Yep, and there's also lots of um, you know tax impl- implications, and you know, if you're going to get down to the nitty gritty, the way that the entities are set up, well, there has to be lots of planning. Um, you know, land the way that it's worth, what it's worth at the moment is, um, you know, even though we it's never recognised in cash flow, you know, land is worth a lot of money, and you know, we have to make sure that we're making the right decisions for future people coming into the partnerships or into the trusts or you know those those types of things so yeah it is a really interesting thing to work through and and highly emotional and highly tree at times as well Mm, I loved your novel Into the Night for that very reason I just think it just gave me so much to think about I guess that's where I get annoyed with these things like farmer wants a wife and you know they're saying oh you know what's your favorite meal and what's this what they should be asking is what are the family dynamics inside of that farm you know because there's so much that those you know if they do end up getting married those girls I know it's a reality tv show but so much more that those girls should know um, before they go into a into a farming setup. You know whether the whether whether the son earns wages or he has a, is allocated part of the profit at the end of the day. You're going in blind um, mm. a lot of the time, and this has to be talked about. Yeah. Oh well, I think that's just what your novel does. I mean, I read your novels as an escape. I read them as armchair travel. I read them to experience that tree change, <laughs> and I certainly do give you lots to think about. I just think that yeah. So yeah, much, so yeah. much funner than just a farmer wants a wife reality show. Yeah, well, I'm glad you enjoy them that much. Thank you. And I think you are doing a rural tour this year. I don't think you're coming out into the cities at all, are you? Um, well, I don't know what I'm doing in November yet, but I'm certainly just um, cruising up down the Air Peninsula at the moment, um, promoting into the night. And this was only, it was a little, it was a funny thing. I put up on Facebook to go and dive with the great white sharks, something that I've always wanted to do. Mm-hmm. And and then one of the girls from the libraries contacted me and asked whether I would do some uh, events while I was over here. And I said, oh, well, if you can put a week together, a week's worth of work together, I'd, I'd love to do that. And they, so we did that. And then on Sunday night, they cancelled the shark tour. So this is been in place since December and and, uh, I haven't still managed to get to dive with the great white shark because of the weather so uh, (laughs) yeah I'll have to come back again which you know the air peninsula is a really beautiful spot of South Australia if you haven't been plenty of little nooks and crannies and and beautiful coastline for you to check out oh wow no I haven't done any South Australian travel yet it's definitely on my list (laughs) right yeah no um the air peninsula is well worth visiting and the oysters oh the oysters yum oh yum (laughs) Definitely on my list. (laughs) Another quick question, and I promise not to keep you too long, is just how funny and um, fun it is to read. There's lines like mozzies the size of jet planes and having a dingo's (laughs) breakfast and useless as a tits on bull. (laughs) (laughs) Do you just sit there and 
somebody's talking at you and you just have to write down the phrase or do these phrases just come so naturally that was so fun oh, no, these are all pretty normal phrases that we all use out here none of them are none of them are my own creation yeah they're just they're just what we say and you know I guess that one of the things that I always talk about with people wanting to make sure to with writers to making sure that their dialogue is natural is to read it out loud and to make sure that though that dialogue works and it's not still or stiff and you know I always do that it's really important um but these uh stupid one-liners that come up with we all come up with them you know that's just the way we talk so it's it's real and authentic and down to earth it had that ring of authenticity I'm telling you it was so much fun (laughs) it was someone someone actually picked out of one of my previous books about um how I talk about needing to follow the grader when so you know up up north there'll be graders that go over road you know maybe once every three or four months and and if that and you know once you've followed the grader you've got a really smooth road but if you've missed the grader by you know four weeks or something you're going to have a a lot rougher ride out to where you're going (laughs) oh wow no it's a whole other world (laughs) yeah so different from catching a train or a taxi (laughs) yep it it really is (laughs) yeah well thank you so much I feel like we have covered an awful lot of Blair McDonald thank you so much for the conversation oh thanks for having me Anna thank you very much Okay, so that's it for this conversation. Thank you so much for joining me. Please leave a review wherever you can, but especially where you found my Readerbook podcast. If you'd like more connection, please head on over to thereadabook.com.au. There's plenty of book reviews and recommendations there, and that's also where you'll find my blog. And I would love, love, love to welcome you into our community. There's a membership page on readabook.com.au. There are three levels. The first is free, and I'm so hoping that you would like to help me build my online community where we can enjoy reading more together. Thank you.